0: dramatic. Very dramatic. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm great, Stan. How are you? You, uh, you came in sweaty.
1: I did. I, I uh, came home from the gym. Got a big competition coming up this Saturday. Do you? Yes. What? Is, tell me. Tell me. Uh, what. It's it's called the Holiday Hustle, and <laughs> it's held at a CrossFit gym in Jackson,
0: Tennessee. Is this how fast you can eat turkey and dressing? I wish.
1: This <laughs> uh, is actually my fourth year doing it.
0: Yeah. So it's in.
1: In Jackson, Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Yep.
0: You said Jackson, and I didn't hear the Tennessee. You thought yeah. it might have been Mississippi because we are right between the two.
1: Yes, we are. It's a little closer to Jackson, Tennessee. That is true. So, yeah, uh, it's a partner competition. Mm-hmm. And the gym that I go to, we have about four or five, now, I think six teams. So it's two-person yeah. teams. And uh, the guy that I partnered up with last year, we finished second yeah in our division so this year we're going for first pretty cool yeah i'm excited
0: so in the in this team part of the competition do you have to do the stuff that you're not so good at it or do you do the stuff that you're good at and try to help each other out with your strengths
1: and and that's the good thing about partners you kind of pick up the slack for like if you're really bad at something and i'm good at it i'm going to do more of like more reps.
0: You'd be doing all the reps if
1: you were partnered with me. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> yeah. Yeah. I probably would. Um, you know, we have to row. And, you know, I'm a long frame, so I'm really good at rowing. Yeah. Where my partner, he's probably 5'8, and so That's he's better good. at more of the gymnastics movements. Gymnastics?
0: So, yes. Is there like floor exercise? And-
1: you know, we have a routine with the ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all what I no, envisioned for no. CrossFit. So when we say gymnastics, it's like uh, anything on a bar. So okay. So like pull-ups, uh, toes to bar, muscle-ups, gotcha. stuff like that. Is this rings as well? They do have rings,
0: but uh, this year we don't have any. No rings? No rings Did they year. run out of rings? Or- no, they just,
1: each year it kind of, they, they change things
0: up. Are they like onion rings? Because I, I could afterwards, dominate. Afterwards, I'm going to dominate some winning rings, man.
1: <laughs> going into these competitions, my like driving force is what am I going to eat as soon as I get done? <laughs> that's that's, really that's what idea. I tell people during. I'm like, all right, afterwards, I'm eating chicken wings. <laughs> and I, That's all I think about is chicken wings afterwards.
0: So you're not on the, on the paleo kind of high protein. I'm going to reward
1: myself after this. Yeah. And just I haven't eaten chicken wings in a little while.
0: I love chicken wings, especially oh. if they're done right.
1: And I think yeah. we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings because there's one of Jackson. They're,
0: they're pretty good. They're pretty good yeah. as far as the, the chain stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a local folks here. They actually catered the women's thing that we helped serve at. Mm-hmm. Grandma's Hands here in Corinth, yeah. Mississippi. Best I've ever had.
1: I'm going to have to try that. There's yeah, a,
0: really good a wing place over by my house that I've heard is really good too. Let's see, now they're just serving out of a truck. So now you You got to find them. <laughs> you got to find them. And then, the, but then their wings are top-notch. They're, top notch. they're yeah. really good. So shout out to Grandma's Hands. I doubt they're listening, but they're really good wings. That's a, we a went, shameless plug for we Grandma's We went hands. from CrossFit competition to ribbon dancing to chicken wings. Chicken wings. Maybe and later on, on in the seamless. night. It was just <laughs> seamless. We, <laughs> so maybe we should get them to drive up to Jackson for this competition. You know what?
1: I'll ride in their truck <laughs> all the way up there how about that and Super motivated yes won't make it through
0: the competition that's awesome well good luck for that thank and, you and uh, i'm excited sure you'll do great i'm You're hoping i'm gonna bring home the bacon as they say yeah you know it's wrapped around a chicken wing that would be awesome if they did that <laughs> <be> really cool
1: <laughs> we don't get much of a prize it's more of a it's all pad right. my ego as i get older type of thing
0: <laughs> i still got it kind of deal Basically, when you ride home in an ambulance one year, you'll be like, eh, nah, maybe this isn't.
1: <laughs> they have a division for older people, <laughs> for ambulance drivers, <laughs> old, it's old, it's old men, old men.
0: Yes, now, okay, let's define what old is. They,
1: in some competitions I've been in, they've had uh, 40 year old, like 40 to 49, and then they have a di- division for
0: anybody 50 or older. 50 and so, older is you know. now the oldest division, yeah. See.
1: You can go, I mean, I was at a competition uh, back in September. I went down to Pensacola and watching these guys. I mean, there was a couple guys. Now, we're on the beach. Yeah. Shirts off, I mean, and big bellies hanging out. <laughs> I'm like, what division is this? And they're like, yeah, it's 50 plus. <laughs> like, it's the chicken wing division. Yeah, chicken wings and... <laughs> In beer division, that's what that was.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I could could do that division, no doubt. All right. Uh, (laughs) Now that I'm starving, we'll take a quick break. This is the All 7 Days podcast. If you've been wondering where the opening and closing music for the All 7 Days podcast came from, that was all made possible by Westminster Effects. Westminster Effects exists to equip the church musician while highlighting the richness of church history. Explore the smoke filled ambience of the Spurgeon Hall Reverb. Add some meat, or sausage, to your tone with the Zwiggly SBD 3K. And make every note the raunchiest of solos with the Osteen Distortion. Visit westminstereffects.com for handwired theology sound guitar effects made in South Carolina. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All Seven Days is proud to be partnered with faith teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs in price so that any church can afford it. It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids' check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving and text-to-give, built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right, $40 a month for every available feature. Go to allsevendays.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them all seven days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. Welcome back to the All 7 Days podcast, I'm Stan, that's... Trevor, how are you? And we take your questions, answer them from the perspective of a couple of guys, so having a conversation about spiritual matters. Mm-hmm. You can send your question in, ask at all 7 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days hangout on Facebook, mugs and t-shirts, 7 slash shop. Today's question, mm-hmm. sent in by one former reviewer of the show on iTunes. So we got to come through. We do. Uh, Lee Harrison asks this question. And it's only four words in the question. And it's politics in this workplace. Mm. That's the question. But then he clarifies it with another question. This is, how do we deal with them when they are very different than what you believe the Bible teaches? So I read this question and started thinking about it. And then you came in tonight and said... What's he talking about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) To which I said, what do you mean, what's he talking about? Uh, He's talking about politics, people discussing politics in the workplace. But no, now that you've made me reread it, all my notes are wrong, because he might be talking about the politics of the workplace. Right. So, Lee, I guess we're going to have to talk about both of those now. So, um, and I don't know where Lee works or what Lee does or – uh, anything like that and i don't know it's politics right and i don't i don't think that really matters as much uh as far as how to deal with so we're we're going to look at a couple of scenarios mm-hmm. we're going to look at when people uh are the cable news network junkie and they come in they want to talk politics at the workplace mm-hmm. and you disagree or you think the bible teaches something different than what they're platforming for right we also have the politics of the workplace, where you've got to know somebody to move up. Mm-hmm. You've got to scratch the right backs, do the right things. I'm looking for other would
1: <laughs> would office drama fall into? Yes. politics. Yeah, because that I, I does think make a difference. I think it can. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, so maybe we should try to describe those two scenarios a little, flesh them out a little more. Sure. Which one do you want to begin with? I want you to begin with the politics of the office. Politics of the office. Because, see, I work from home. Okay. And all the politics of my office are just with me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not that I don't have a boss, but my boss is hundreds of miles away. We, you know, we talk once a week on the phone. Mm Mm-hmm and uh she's awesome i'm actually transitioning to a new boss in the next couple of weeks uh but this one's been awesome and uh so our our relationship's really good and i have no politics of the workplace that i i I know i know it's there it's a Mm -hmm. it's a big company that i work for i'm just a small little piece of it and uh, i know it's there but i'm not involved in it and i'm really happy with that you however are about to get in trouble Yes, because you <laughs> you work in the public school system. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to try to be very careful. Be very but careful. No names.
1: I'm not going to name names. In you know, with my position that I hold at the school, I'm not directly involved with a lot of other uh, faculty members. Right. So, um, but oh. I've been teaching for 14 years. So yeah. I you, have. But been, you also
0: observe it. Yes. Probably.
1: I mean, I do eat lunch with other teachers. <laughs> and, you know, in college they said, uh, you're going to hear most of your gossip and all the drama in at the teacher's lounge. The teacher's lounge. At lunch. Okay. That's where everybody goes to kind of vent. And I'm not going like, to give stories or name names. Okay. Because I'm guilty of it too, going in there and talking. <gasps> no. Um. <clears throat> so... I think everybody can agree that there are (laughs) politics anywhere you work. There's going to be drama. There's going to be the office snitch, you know, who (laughs) pretends like they're your friend, but they're going to go tattle on you as soon as they can. Or there's the person that just likes to spread gossip Mm -hmm. or information. Uh, I'm not. Any of those?: um, <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good. Yeah.
1: So where I work now is at a middle school, and I usually eat lunch with other teachers, uh, mainly female teachers. Mm-hmm. And it is a female,
0: female-dominated it is uh, yeah. workforce. There. And
1: so I find myself the past couple years just observing and just listening, yeah. because like I said, I'm not involved with the day-to-day of the general public so i just like to hear what's going on in the outside world (laughs) um and i try not to give my opinion and that's kind of what i think should happen that's kind of like the ethics uh ethical side of Mm. uh, of any position is um you can have your opinion yeah not everybody's gonna like it right um i would try to avoid um you know, really singling certain individuals or right. groups out. Right. Um, just to avoid any type of, um, you know, building a reputation as a certain right. type of individual.
0: What about, I mean, I've been I've been reading a book uh, lately. Um, it was recommended by, I, the company I work for actually provides us uh, managers, coaches. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome that they would invest that in us to make us better managers and better leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he suggests that I read a book. Uh, I'm going to leave the name of it out because I'm not necessarily recommending the book. But it gave some insights into a couple of companies, uh, big, monstrous companies, Apple and Google. Mm-hmm. And the way they drive their products is by argument and heated. People are allowed to say whatever they want to say in any manner that they want to say it in order to convince someone else that their position is wrong hmm. so so you come when you when you know that's your atmosphere number one you've got to have a very thick skin right but it's expected that if you have an opinion on how something should be done you have researched it, and you were fully convinced that this is the absolute best way to do it until someone can preview otherwise. Right. And you have to be able to argue your side. And they also talk about that when there's a stalemate that no one's convinced, they make them swap arguments, swap places in the argument, and argue for the opposite side. So there's this there's this culture. It's not really politics, but it's a culture of let's scream at each other until we settle this <laughs> kind of thing.
1: I get, I, I totally get it. Cause you need to be fully aware and, and of what you believe in, right? Like you have to have evidence. Yeah. You can't just have baseless claims like, right. well, it's because I designed it and I think, you right. know, it makes sense. You have to know the ins and outs and every detail yeah. in order to convince somebody who is, has the same information about what their right area. And they're trying to do that back to you.
0: Right. And I think that makes sense. I think it makes complete sense. I, you know, I, I don't know that I would be fully on board with being able to use whatever kind of language you wanted to use or whatever <laughs> kind of tone you wanted to use to brow. You know, mm-hmm. I can see there could be some browbeating, but what that forces the other person to do, who's being really talked down to or demeaned or whatever in this argument is to, you know, really come into the room expecting it, but having their own confidence in what they believe is the right. right way to proceed. So, I, you know, and it's definitely worked as far as success for Apple and for Google. And I, there's a story in this book about Steve Jobs, who was fully convinced and argued his way to get something done in one of their products. And later, it came to be that the guy who was arguing against him was right and steve jobs was wrong mm-hmm. and he came to this guy yelling and screaming at him that he did not argue hard enough against him and now they've got this flaw in their product you know <laughs> so i
1: mean so i won the argument but it's your fault because yes, you didn't argue <laughs> exactly and that
0: was that was the culture mm-hmm. and but i mean but look at i mean apple never runs a sale people oh. get mad because they don't have the pink go- pink iphone that's just come out you right. know and they can't buy it they're they're upset by that so they've really developed a great product that people want and Google's the same way everybody you know if you're gonna if you're gonna look for something where are you gonna go google. you're gonna go to google right and um so it's really worked for them um but again i so here's here i guess i guess i think we're on a little rabbit trail here but um i would say we're we We both agree that that's a pretty good way to approach business, maybe not with you know maybe to argue more um, how can I say it uh, civilly mm-hmm. civilly is that the right word uh, being more civil right <laughs> <laughs> more civilly um, but uh, but being able to stand up for what you believe in mm-hmm. and we we would apply that to business one hundred percent but Don't judge anybody based on what they believe in their religion.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, why can't we know what we believe so well that we can argue our side, but also be willing to convince otherwise? If you could convince me of something else, and you know, we've talked about John Piper on this podcast before. He has made the statement that if you can offer me something better than what God offers me in Christianity, I will stop being a Christian today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he's also convinced that no one can offer him that because the Bible says that you will be fully satisfied and fully joyful in that satisfaction of God forever. Right. And you can't offer anything better than that no. in Christianity. Right. so um, So why don't we? read our bibles more and be more informed and be more uh willing to stand up and say this is right that's wrong and let's let's be willing to talk about it let's be willing to argue until one of us comes out and i like that point
1: that you brought up be willing to have the conversations i think we've gotten as a society and culture so far away from just having conversations And it's so wrong for you to have uh, an opinion or a view that is different than mine. And I I hear it all the time from people is what we're portraying is you can't have a different opinion than me. And if you do, I can't
0: like you. Well, it's either that or you're allowed to believe whatever you want because if you believe it, it is true for you right Mm -hmm. but it may not be true for me Yeah, but we can't have that conversation there is yeah there is no black and white you know if you believe that that's true for you then that's great for you you just can't enforce that on me Mm -hmm. because it may not be true for me well truth is truth you know two plus two equals four it doesn't matter how you break that down or what language you say it in there's an absolute truth there and those people who say there is no absolute truth you need to ask them is that statement absolutely true <laughs> <Caught> <laughs> in. what are you going to do with it? you right. can't live under that kind of that kind of reality it's just not it's just not feasible all right um <laughs> what were we talking about politics politics, politics, politics in, in the workplace in the workplace so uh but yeah let's be civil mm-hmm. let's have conversations um but but to Lee's point here, there, there are times when the politics, whether it's the inner politics of a workplace or people bringing their politics to the workplace, doesn't match up with what you believe the Bible says. Mm-hmm. How do we handle that? Go.
1: <laughs> well, along those lines, um, you know, sitting in the teacher's lounge, we talk about an array of subjects, you know, whatever, somebody's going through something. Seems like in the in the teachers' lounge, that's where we talk about the negative things, and sometimes there's positive, and we talk. A lot of people talk about certain kids and you know what's going on with them, but there have been times that politics has been brought in to the teachers' lounge, and I I have to commend my coworkers. Um, People brought up views, you know, of what they believed in. Mm-hmm. And who they believed in, and why, and people listened. Yeah, and they didn't argue. And if they, you could tell when somebody disagrees, they get a right. look on their face. But they didn't like bash that person. They just took it, and then they said, "Well, I believe this." Right. And so I thought that was a start. Yeah, that's a great. Start. I don't know if that's the right platform to have that right. debate.
0: So um, yeah, and I think the question to ask for for. When anyone says this is why I believe this is what I believe, is to ask the why. Right. Why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. And fully hear that out, and then you can come back with, "Well, this is what I believe, and here's my why." Mm-hmm. Uh, most <laughs> most of these conversations, you may not they may not be they may not have thought out enough of the why. Why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. And why do you why do you believe we should we should be as a society like this? Or why why do you believe our workplace should be? like this um so so i think our why is is really important Mm -hmm. and that's that's the argument piece that i think i was i was trying to get to
1: well i mean i've had political conversations with my parents um seems like every time we get together (laughs) with my sister and i and my parents Uh, so i'll just ask
0: this question since mm -hmm. we're talking about your parents and they're going to be listening they better be how (laughs) (laughs) so would you classify them as liberal or conservative politically should we even go here
1: (laughs) i try here's my thought is i try not to talk politics with my mom and dad because they're very um they're very aware of what's going on right and they're passionate about it whereas I'm not as passionate about politics and so I hear them out I think you answered my question (laughs) I hear them out but I try not to give my opinion just because like you talked about Google and and Apple I don't have that information to argue my point because I'm not passionate about it yeah um I think I could from both parties. Yeah. My thought process is, I'm for what's best for everybody. Yeah. I'm not so much affiliated with a certain yep. ideal of a party. You the know indi- what I
0: mean? You're the independent-minded. Yeah, and that's good. And, um, and I think that's a growing that's a growing uh, part of our country too. Mm-hmm. There, they've seen both sides have their own agendas and they drive them really hard. And I'm in that same I'm in the same camp. I, I I'm very independent-minded. I think whoever can can convince me that they can do the job will get a vote, right? And uh, so, uh, but there's but there's nobody perfect out there. No, I mean there uh, never
1: will be. Um, and I, I hate to go off on this, but I just think nowadays it seems like politics is more about doing what's best for my party. Yes. instead of ab- yeah, absolutely. what's best for the people complete, and I think we've
0: gotten away from there is a there's such a partisan divide now especially mm-hmm. in uh, all over politics you right. know
1: you, it happens in other countries right. too
0: yeah it does it does um, but we get to see it played out every day on the news I, I will say however that since I've cut back on social media and uh, cable news networks I'm a much happier person yeah uh, My blood pressure is down tremendously. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I, and I, I totally agree with you. Um, but I I got a, some scripture here. That,
0: and that I've will underline right. Whatever you say in this part, whatever in the scripture part, mm-hmm. that's going to be right.
1: And I think I've underlined a few things in here, and I think it goes for both uh, topics of conversation that yep. we talk about, politics in the workplace, and then bringing politics to our workplace. So this right. is out of 1 Peter Uh, Two, 13 through 17, um, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. And this is the part, uh, next two sentences are what I really think applies to Mm -hmm. both topics. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor, honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. And I just really think the will. This is saying this is the will of God. Yeah. Doing good, you should put to silence ignorance of foolish people. Right. Um. You know, office politics. You're gonna have those ignorant people. Just. Just do good. Yeah. Do what you what the Bible says. Do good to others. Right. Serve others. Right. And you, you silence the ignorance.
0: Yeah. It, when you the I was thinking on the same lines, but I went to Romans thirteen. Um, so here's here's the thing that that really it drives me crazy. This these verses drive me nuts. Okay, <laughs> but they're Bible. Okay, so that doesn't mean I get to interpret that based on my circumstance bible's going to judge me here right let every person be subject to governing authorities now i'm applying this to our workplace Mm -hmm. i'm applying this to our government and here's why for there is no authority except from god and those that exist have been instituted by god so you can think back to the last you know however many 40 was it 49 presidents now we've had 40 something we haven't hit 50 yet but we're in the 40s Mm -hmm. um you think back to all those presidents who's your favorite who's your least favorite all instituted by god Mm -hmm. they got the office because it was god's will Mm -hmm. that they were there okay now you can say uh, our current or previous president okay there ain't no way god put that man in office well yes he did Mm -hmm. this scripture right here tells me that God put that man in office. It is his will that he's there. So uh, if you resist, in verse 2 here, it says Romans 13, therefore whoever resists the rulers, uh, resists authorities, resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. It's exactly paralleling what Mm -hmm. Peter said. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good. And you will receive his approval, for he's God's servant for your good. so um, God has put these people in charge over us mm-hmm. wh- whether it's <laughs> whether it's you know, if you think about all the kings of Israel and we had some they had some good ones and they had some really bad ones, and some of those who we hold up as really good did some really bad things. All of them instituted by God. God put them in on the throne, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so he's there for a reason. And there, and that's why I go now to Ephesians 6 and talk about the armor of God. We've got to be dressed for battle for our own spiritual good mm-hmm. because there are times when, and I'll, I'll get to this in just a second, there are times, and this, this bears out an ax, um, when the government... Does not allow, or that's I'm talking about any government in the world, and it's coming to ours, I believe, that it will be illegal to do things that the Bible says are good to do. Mm-hmm. Preach the gospel, right. and I look at I look at Acts four, and this is where uh, Peter and John had uh, had been preaching the gospel. This is right after um right after the church began right and they were brought before the rulers of the religious leaders and it says now when they saw the boldness of peter and john and perceived this is acts 4 by the way starting at verse 13 and perceived they were uneducated common men they were astonished and they recognized that they had been with jesus but seeing the man who was healed standing beside them peter and john healed this guy they had nothing to say in opposition, but when they had commanded them to leave the council, they conferred one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For uh, that a, note, a notable sign has been performed through them is evident in all the inhabitants of, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But, in order that it may not spread, may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name. So here's an authority telling these two men, what you've been talking about in, in, in Jesus' name, you can't do it anymore. So they call them in and charge them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered, whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, here's the key phrase, you must judge. You've got to judge that. Mm-hmm. You've got to decide what's legal and what's not legal for us to do. However, He says, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. We're not going to stop, but we will submit to your authority. Mm -hmm. Now think of the ramifications of that. And what happens to them right after this? They go back, they leave the council, they preach more, and then they're arrested. They're taken to jail. (laughs) And, you know, and it goes on and on, right? Mm -hmm. They're, They're persecuted from then on. But they don't stop doing what God says to do, but they are subject to the authority around them. Right. So you think about John the Baptist did this, right? He was he was telling the, the the ruler of that time, you can't have that woman because she's you know, she's someone else's wife. Right. <laughs> and what did it cost him? He got beheaded, you know, chopped his head off. Right. But he was like, I have to say what I have to say but I accept the consequences of my behavior because God says I'm to speak when I'm supposed to speak. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about politics in the workplace or people bringing politics to the workplace and talking about things that just the, the Bible speaks against, I think we have an, um, somewhat of an obligation to say, you know, this is what the Bible says about that. Mm-hmm. It's not our words. We don't wanna give our opinion on something when it doesn't really matter. But what does God say about this? Mm -hmm. What does God say is the right thing to do, the right thing not to do, and go from there. And let the word speak for itself. It doesn't have to be our opinion or our, um, you know, what what we think is the right thing to do. Let God speak for himself, and let the chips fall where they may, as, as we say. Uh, because that may not be a popular place to stand in some places.
1: No. Some people don't want to hear that. No, they don't. People don't like being wrong. Even <laughs> if they are wrong and they think they're right, they don't like.
0: They don't like to find out that they're wrong. That's, that's right. right. And I think um, if you
1: bring out the Bible, it, it's going to shut them yeah. up pretty quick.
0: Well, it might. It might not. Right. They, they could get louder and say, well, that's you know why would you bring a book written by men 2,000 years ago? Mm-hmm that's so irrelevant to us today. Well, that's not what the Bible says about itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know, if you would just read, I challenge you to read this and find out where the irrelevant parts are and bring them back to me and we'll, talk, we'll have that conversation. Right. Uh, but most folks who make those kind of claims haven't read it. And if they have read it, you know, they haven't, they don't have the spirit within them that helps them to understand and see the truth in it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's vital, right? right. You can't, there's a lot of this. There's a lot of the scriptures that just don't make sense unless God opens your eyes to the glory of them. So, there's that. Good. Yeah. All right. Politics. So Lee, thanks for the terrible question. <laughs> we're all are short. We're but, all in man, all was now. good. yeah It's it a good question. It's a good question. No names. No. no names except Lee's. If anybody has a problem with anything we said, I'll give you Lee's email address. Will be <laughs> no. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, we welcome your comments. We, uh, we want you to let us know uh, how we did, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Get your questions in at ask at all7days.com, 864 Let others know about the podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it, you letting us know how we're doing. Get your mugs and t-shirts, 7 shop. This is the All 7 Days podcast, where the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today.